0: Welcome to the Expat cast. This is the podcast where expats share their stories about fitting in, standing out, and every mishap on the journey to finding home abroad. I'm your host Nicole. This week's episode is not just an episode of the Expat cast. It's also an episode of the Germany experience. So long-time listeners know Sean is a South African living in Germany who hosts a really great podcast called The Germany Experience, and if you'd asked me months ago would I have called it a very great podcast, no, never, because we were sworn rivals. But after years of feuding, we've decided to drop the rivalry this holiday season and admit that we're just buddies. We are also collaborating to raise money for a charity. We're calling it Fagapadfo, but we talk more about that in the episode, so I'll leave that to the side for right now. What I want to say is this episode is coming out on both our feeds, on Sean's feed, on the Germany Experience, and my feed as well. Obviously, if you're hearing this intro, you're listening to it on my feed. I just wanted to clarify that because he and I sort of share the the mic, so to say. Both of us are, are hosting and asking the questions, etc. And we're doing that in part because I've got big news to share. It's been brewing for months, and I just wanted to be at peace with it myself. And I also just wanted all of the I's to be dotted and T's to be crossed before I share it publicly. And I'm really excited that it's that point. I'm that far along that I can share this news with you. Okay, when I just said that, it made it sound like I'm pregnant. I'm not pregnant. I'll just get that out of the way right now. I said that far along. That far along. That's what people say when they're pregnant. Okay, that's not what it is. Um, (laughs) I can't say too much more without spoiling the surprise. It's not really a surprise. You'll hear in a couple minutes. Anyway, I will let the episode do the talking. I just wanted to say how excited I am to share this news with my community. I find it completely perfect that Sean and I did this joint episode to share the news so I think over the years between his podcast and mine we've really got a wonderful community of expats and immigrants and foreigners in Germany and beyond I'm always very grateful for you guys and I'm very grateful to Sean for being a a coworker sort of in this podcasting world. And I knew when I had this big news to share, I wasn't sure how I wanted to go about doing it, but it gave me great peace to know that I have such a wonderful collaborator in Sean. So now I'm I'm saying too many compliments. This dropping the rivalry thing, it's it's too fresh. I I can't be too nice, it's uncomfortable. So I'm gonna stop myself and just say, I'm glad that Sean could interview me about these changes I'm excited to be sharing them with you and I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas for all of those who celebrate and for all of those who don't, have a great weekend. (laughs) I hope everyone's holiday travels go well and that everything stays safe and healthy. I feel like everyone's getting sick, so stay healthy if you can and enjoy quality time with, with loved ones, with friends, with family, whether you're celebrating big or small. I hope that you get to enjoy many beautiful moments and I hope that you get to eat something that makes you smile (laughs) all right without any further ado let's get right to it enjoy
1: Hey Nicole, what's happening?
0: Hi Sean, <laughs> we don't know what we're doing so well, but we're figuring it out.
1: <laughs> we're we're figuring out. Uh, sorry to just if I just dropped you into a conversation there, but I, I was I, I, we started talking. I suddenly realized I had no idea how I wanted to get into the conversation, so I just said hi.
0: The thing is, it's completely new territory for both of us because usually mm. we're going into any interaction, you know, with like steam coming out of our ears anger yes. rivalry fresh in the air and this <laughs> yes, whole like exactly. kind warm hey how are you doing sean <laughs> i just it's awkward it's new you know <laughs> it, is, it is it is
1: uh yeah I'm, I'm we're still trying to get used to this new kind of like non-rivalry at christmas time it feels it feels kind of empty so because so maybe, look, that gets us to our first topic really we can just jump in right there uh because we got uh, as we do every year and i think this is the well not think this is the fourth time that we've done this foggy which stands for the fourth ever german expat podcasters casters f- advent, uh, a- advent, advent charity. <laughs> donation charity. Face off. Donate no. donations. <laughs> I can't believe I've been doing this for four years and I still don't know. Do and you know what? That's not a bit. I literally can never remember what it stands for. I can never remember.
0: I always mess it up when I'm mentioning it in an episode and I, I go to like edit it out. And then I'm like, no, Nicole, you did this to yourself. Leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah you you named this thing back four years ago. So yeah, yeah you deal with you it. You said I mean, I'd deal great with it idea. <laughs>
0: mm,
1: I did. But but I am very bad at knowing what good ideas are and what bad ideas are. But anyway, so this is the fourth fourth one we do, and what we usually do the past uh, three years is is uh, we have a rivalry where we try to we have a competition because I mean we're sworn rivals. We know that like we're in the same podcast space. And uh, that you know you can't be in the same podcast space without being bitter rivals. I think is that's true. The, the, that's
0: what they told the rule, me yeah. at the um, yeah that's
1: the rule I inauguration
0: ceremony for podcasters <laughs> that we all go to.
1: <laughs> yes, that's that's right. I think that's where it came up. And then I realized yeah we have to we have to always be, be uh, rivals. And so we always had a competition to see who raised the most money. But we decided that this year we're just going to work together.
0: Yeah, changes in the air, and we're mm-hmm. embracing it. And mm. part of the side effects of that is we're just buddies now. We're just yeah. just two podcasters sharing the same space peacefully and happily. So instead of competing to see who can raise more money for the charity or for our charity, because we've also done separate ones, um, we said, what if we just see how much we can earn combined by being nice to each other? Also, I was completely out of trash talk. I had like three points ever, and I used them all. all And also,
1: (laughs) that that is one thing I will say. I do miss this year is your uh, notoriously bad trash talk. I did (laughs) enjoy that. That was always a highlight because I knew that Nicole's trash trash talk was going to be real, really entertaining. Let's put it that way.
0: (laughs) I'll I'll miss it. I'll miss it. But um, as said, onwards to. Newer and friendlier things. So it's nice to be a, a colleague rather than yeah. a rival. i have to change your name in my phone. I don't know if you've ever said this on <laughs> air, but when we met up for a drink a couple years ago, so, like you saw that your name in my phone is Sean has a rival podcast and the last part is just one word last name and it's that is how I saved your number years ago. And I guess yeah. I'll have to update it too, Sean has a additional wonderful non-competitive podcast.
1: What well, would be cool is if this alliance that we formed it uh, falls apart before Christmas and we like, <laughs> like <but> arrivals <laughs> again, but it's real. And like, we hate each other so much in this old trash anyway But anyway, I that'd don't be kind of amazing.
0: Happen. But yeah, no, that'd let's be, yeah, hope it doesn't yeah. happen. Um, It'd so be good
1: podcast stuff. Anyway,
0: yes. Fog-a-pod-fo, um mm-hmm. this year, we are raising money for a crisis chat hotline of sorts for yes. Ukrainian children and youth. And this episode is coming out on December 22nd. And Fogapodfo goes until Christmas. Honestly, also after, if you would like to, you can always donate to this cause, but no, for our yes. purposes till Christmas. So you still have a couple of days. We would love it if a couple more donations come in. Do you want to explain a little bit about how the charity works?
1: Yeah, so we, we're doing it through betterplace.org, which which is, which is runs sort of a, they host a platform where people can make donations to charities and then charities submit their projects uh, to better, betterplace.org. And that's where, that's where we are. Um, And we've set it up and you can go to the, so it's called Creason Chat, uh, the the project that we're working on. And and as Nicole said, they do counseling support for Ukrainian, uh, uh, specifically younger Ukrainians. And they have more than 300 Ukrainian and Russian speaking psychologists uh, that volunteer to support this psychosocial, as they call it. Um, support. So I think that's, it's, it's, it's a very cool thing, especially now. I think a lot of what's happening is going to have long-term effects on the minds of a lot of people, adults as well, but specifically younger people. Like, we don't know what they're seeing. We don't know what they're going through, especially ones that have been displaced. There's a lot of uh, trauma and difficulty out there. And I think this, this time of year, it gets even more tough uh, dealing with 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 these kinds of things. So we both thought this was a really cool thing to give back to. And what you can do is we've got some links in the show notes that'll take you to the, the place where you want to do it. Uh, or you can go to thegermanyexperiencede forward slash P forward slash Charity2022. I, I don't know why that P is there, but that's what uh, my, like the website provider that I use makes me do when I add a new page. So.
0: And also props for your, props to you. Look, a compliment. Look at, look at me go. Oh, <laughs> props to I, you for um, making the URL Charity2022 and not... Four and then just saying good <laughs> luck figure out how to spell it because plot twist, we're spelling it with a four. <laughs> yes.
1: Do we? We're just mixing it up, and we don't care about people finding it at all. <laughs> no, all the links are in in both in in, our, in the show notes. Wherever you're listening to this, uh, because this is going to go out on my feed and on Nicole's feed as well. So wherever you're listening to this, links are in the show notes.
0: Where it's a shared episode. Like where it's just such I a. I know. It's such a nice cozy environment we're, we're fostering right now it's it's, it's, it's really wild. crazy
1: yeah I don't, I don't know. i'm still coming to i don't know if i like it yet we have to see how this develops it is not comfortable
0: um, to be clear <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um so did, did we say all we need to say about the ukrainian uh, or, or krisen chat and thing i think we've got everything out i think
0: so do. another thing i wanted to mention that i just like about it is like it just functions very straightforwardly like it's all over whatsapp so another thing that drew me to this charity is it's knowledge firsthand and, and through other people of how difficult it can be to find counseling and therapy especially in your mother tongue in germany and and to have it paid for and this service of course is is that much easier so it's just you just contact a whatsapp line you get help in your mother tongue and i think that's really amazing especially considering how um unfortunately how scattered many ukrainian families are it's Irrelevant from uh, it. It doesn't depend on location. It doesn't depend on bureaucracy. Mm. It's just quick mm. and easy and straightforward. So,
1: yeah, sure. It's really it's a really cool initiative, and yeah, we, we're happy to be supporting it. Yeah. So you definitely have to go and get donating if you haven't yet. I do mean, it. like, just do it. Just do it. We we, we set a goal of five hundred euros, and um, yeah, I like. I'm not sure if we've met it or not because we're recording this a, a, a little bit in advance. I hope I hope we're close to meeting it by the time this episode goes up. But Just go and donate. Yeah, so that is the, the charity challenge for this yes. year. So thanks th- and thanks to everyone who has donated so far as well. We really appreciate it. It means a lot to us. Absolutely. But that's not all we want to talk about today, Nicole. We got some other topic. We got some other things.
0: Just a couple things in our
1: yeah. Uh and I think uh, we, we can go. In. You, you spoke about change earlier. You said change is afoot, and being the uh, podcaster that you are, I can I can smell a transition when it's <laughs> been put, put out there. Um, so change change is afoot, and I know that some big changes are coming for you. So let, I'm going to hand it over to you, and you can make uh, yeah some announcements or, or tell tell everyone what's happening with you.
0: Yeah. So a couple things are happening in my life at the moment. A little peek behind the curtain of recording today, we're recording in a, um, what, Monday morning? And well, first, when we got online, I had had to ask Sean if my microphone is working because it's a completely different microphone setup than normal. And also this morning, I was like running a little late because I'd used a French press that basically exploded all over me. And I was like (laughs) scattering to find my supplies for coffee. And the reason I don't have my normal mics and the reason I don't have my normal coffee setup is because I just packed a bunch of my stuff because it's going to be shipped per, per ship. It's a shipment, literally. Um, it's literally a shipment. <laughs> because I'm moving. I'm moving, <sighs> um, away from Germany, over an what? ocean, um, not to the United States where I'm from. I'm moving to South America, to Paraguay soon. Yeah. I mean, soon enough that my things are in pallets right now, <laughs> um, yeah. So that's the the big reveal. And it's it's been very complicated and, and different than moving to Germany. The circumstances are also different. I guess maybe like a little like bullet point overview of like who, what, where, when, why. Um, yeah. So I'm going sometime early next year, probably March, and I'll be in Paraguay for at least two years, maybe a couple years more than that, sort of to be decided. And then after that, I'll be back in Germany, back in the state that I currently am living in, probably most likely, but definitely Germany. <laughs> and so it's a temporary move, different than last time. I'm going uh, basically more or less um, because my partner has a job there, and that's why I also like the contract is two years. We could extend it, so we'll see. And, yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> it's, you know, I'm I'm moving away from a place where I don't have full legal rights and I'm also coming back to it. So that's also been, like, very strange and complicated compared to my previous move from the U.S. to Germany because I was moving from the country I'm from where I, I have legal rights, I have family, I have a lot of support there. It's totally different going from a place where you don't have, like, you know, your uncle's place down the road that you can like store a bunch of your stuff at and I have to go to like every single insurance and agency and be like hey I'm an immigrant I'm leaving but actually I'm going like it's a bit more complicated but I'm going through Germany like um my partner's job is under the German government so we're going like very much for Germany as as German representatives more or less so, yeah, explaining that to them and then being like, also, I'm coming back and I would like to maintain <laughs> um, all of the things that I've worked so hard for these last oh five years. God. Can you help me? <laughs> it's going really well. Can You You can imagine how many friendly, smiling yeah, faces I I've gotten. I can
1: <laughs> only imagine this process for you.
0: Yeah. So that's a quick overview. I don't know. Yeah. But,
1: but the point that you're at now, it's all done. You, you've gone through all the bureaucracy. You've got all the the, the bescheinigungs and the whatevers and... It's happening.
0: Not even close. <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> but your stuff is already technical Yeah, my
0: stuff is packed. Like, everything's going to happen, but it's just like it's just a, a process on a process on a process, you know. So, mm, um yeah, yeah, you know, like there's always kundigungsfristen which are like yes. your notice, like your cancellation notice dates that can be different depending on your work, your the type of contract it is. Um, because we're going. Via the German government, there's like an additional round. I mean, it's amazing we're getting a lot of support um, through his job. Um, yeah. That's awesome, but it's yeah, German bureaucracy. Like every every amazing benefit comes with like 30 hours and buckets of tears of you know <laughs> battling the German bureaucracy. So I'm still in the throes of a lot of that. I would say, yeah. but it's I mean it's all going to happen. So in that sense. Yeah, I mean, it's there's plans. And there's, uh, it seems like things will work out. But I I just feel like every week, I'm going to a different appointment. And keep in mind, also, like, I have to um, get certain vaccinations to be able to enter the country. And of course, that's also not just like a one stop shop. It's running around town, figuring out who can give me this vaccination, that vaccination. And Yeah, so it's it's like all of these little little details, and none of just none of them are straightforward. So yeah. every time it's like explaining yourself, getting accept or not exceptions. It's it's them finding like the right series of events that can allow what you're asking for. Yeah.
1: Wow, that is uh, that, that, plus you've got a job that's going on at the same time as doing all this. So you you have a you have a job, and you are at the same time trying to deal with all the bureaucracy and appointments and getting everything agreed. So yeah, I can imagine. things. Are pretty yeah. And I mean, crazy. I
0: like, it's essentially almost like two jobs, you know, like the podcast, yeah. it's not full time work, but it's, it's, I don't even know how many hours I spend on that per week, but a mm-hmm. good chunk and, and keeping that alive has been really, honestly, really challenging these last couple of months, but I feel dedicated and committed <laughs> to doing it. So I, I'm going to definitely see it through to the end of the season, but that's been really difficult, uh, doing my day job, which is full time and also hasn't been the easiest. Um, I think a lot of places around Germany are experiencing a lot of, uh, shifts, you know, whether it be people yeah. going into retirement, people switching jobs after this like pandemic time made them think about their life differently. Sickness. There's so many people missing from work because they're sick, be it COVID or something else. So, yeah. you know, works, uh, I think across the board for a lot of people been really, stressful and uh yeah and then on top of the podcast and then on top of it all of this kind of stuff and um it's a lot it's a lot yeah and and the other thing is yeah my partner is also he's german in the sense of citizenship but he is also an immigrant so he also doesn't have family here so um he's got the more of more of the legal rights but like we've had to literally i mean this weekend it was so crazy we we're literally going through our apartment and picking up every item we own and being like okay my choices are do I ship it to Paraguay or do I never want to see it again in my life?
1: <laughs> there's no, nothing in between.
0: Yeah. There's like a tiny percentage of things that we're storing at a friend's house. But, you know, mm. almost all of my friends are very transient people. And also living in yeah. cities with tiny basements. And so I can't burden them with like the stuff I just like having, you know, I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, not it's not yeah. very practical. So um, but it's crazy, you know, like everyone has that box of cables where they're like, do I ever need these cables? No. But will I keep them until I die? Yes, because what if you need it one yeah. day? And we're looking at that yeah, box exactly. of cables being like, OK, um, do we ship these also what kind of (laughs) outlets do they have in paraguay let's google that because by the way neither of us has ever been to the country before um oh my god yeah he's been to the continent he's been to colombia but that's a different country so yeah very limited knowledge about the place we're going to and then um yeah trying to make these kind of decisions and like of course everything has a price so if i do say no i definitely need my box of cables then i'm paying some fee to like (laughs) ship that Paraguay, yeah. it's bizarre.
1: <laughs> my goodness! So, uh, yeah, I've got so many questions for you, Nicole. Like, <laughs> like the, I, I don't even know where to start with my question, but I think I'll start with this one. Um, first of all, I think I assumed, I just assumed that that your partner was Para, from from Paraguay, but it's it's so amazing that neither of you have seen the country and that you're moving there. That is, that's pretty brave.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's um, sorry, I just op- opened the window because, by the way, we also have a cat who's coming with us. Oh. So that's also okay. been an entire process. Charlie, oh you got to come in or out?
1: Make it, make it your mind, Charlie.
0: Okay. You're staying out.
1: All right, Charlie, um, you made your, you made your
0: choices. <laughs> he's going to beg to come in in two seconds. Um, Yeah. So no, he's not from Paraguay. The way it all was tr- structured, we ended up with a, some level of choice of like, where do we want to go? And Paraguay was appealing because it's, it's right in the middle of South America. So mm. benefit and, and downside is it's one of, I think, two countries that does not have any access to the ocean. So it's landlocked. Most of South America is not. So of course, it would be cool to live somewhere close to the beach, but um, we'll sacrifice it. That'll be okay. Um, It's going to be an amazing jumping off point to travel and see a lot of different places in South America. It's also more, um, you know, it's not a place a lot of people even visit. Like tourism Mm -hmm. is just not that big there. And I think for both of us, uh, that appeals to us, like we're interested in in somewhere that's that we're really going to be like, you know, maybe not fully integrated. Who knows? I mean, I could hope for that, but I know, you know, I'll have to learn Spanish. They also have a second uh, official language there called Guarani, and this is the indigenous language and it's still widely spoken. So, I mean, I'm not starting to learn Guarani quite yet because I think Spanish is maybe a bit easier to find courses for when you're living in Germany. (laughs) So, but I am starting to learn Spanish and, um, and I know I'll, I'll need it, you know? And I don't know, there's just something appealing about going somewhere that you don't know much about. I mean, what's also crazy is like researching it is difficult. There's just, I mean, it's not like Germany where you put in move to Germany and you get our podcasts and five others and all these websites and blogs and whatever. Um, you put it in and you get like information about, um, Doing a like a digital nomad thing there, which is not what our situation is. It's a bit hard to to find anything about the place. So, <laughs> yeah, it's
1: it's 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 crazy thing. Like you say, you just we, we're just so used to having all of these resources at our fingertips, and you're gonna have to cope without having that benefit. Um, you like I, I see that the the travel is is uh, is a benefit that you that you're looking for, forward to, but but like. How, isn't there an element of like, oh God, I've got to do this all again, learning a culture, learning, the, learning, the, learning a new language, uh, everything that you, you, I mean, you've gotten yourself to a certain point in Germany, like you were saying earlier, you're at a, you, you've worked so hard for a lot of things, you've got a stable uh, setup going on, and now suddenly you're, it's almost like you're going back to the, to the start in some ways, <laughs> even though it's temporary. Yeah, that's feel like
0: true. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so there's a the thing about my personality that at this point I should probably just start embracing, which is like I basically am just constantly going through the cycle of like being in a really challenging situation, having to like bust my butt to like get past it and get through it. Mm. it. Having like an era where I'm like, oh my God, I finally am kind of stable. I can enjoy myself. And then I start to get bored. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, like, what's the new challenge? Because yeah. this, I can't just keep doing this. And, yeah, it, it frustrates me about myself sometimes because I think <laughs> on a, like, on some level I wonder, like, do I – you know, the cycle is able to repeat itself because I put myself back in a situation where everything's really difficult. And sometimes I wonder, like, am I doing that? Am I like self-sabotaging in some way? But I think usually no. Usually it's just like life circumstances. Like most, like yeah. an example of a time like that was with um, grad school and paying for education in the U.S. was insanely expensive and challenging. And like, I can't do anything for the fact that the U.S. has a terrible system, you know, and... Yeah. So that was an example of a challenge. Another example was like going through um, the breakup when I, because I moved here with a boyfriend, not the person I'm moving to Paraguay with. So a couple years ago, I went through um, kind of having to rebuild my life here, no longer with that person. Of course, the pandemic. So a lot of these things are sort of just life things or um, things out of my control, um, so anyway, I'm working on embracing that part of myself because it seems to be a part of my life anyway. And obviously, here I did have a choice Here, I think it's way less self-destructive. Um I think it's actually sort of productive in a way because something I, I guess I started talking more openly about in the last year is that i've i've have I've been having a really difficult time with like the German people in some kind of large, broad sense. And I think it has a lot to do with my job. So I work in a public facing career in a library where I'm dealing with like a certain percentage of the population. um, Who's just, it's just challenging. And like, it's a lot about the specifics of my job, which I won't get into, but like I work with the most challenging population at that library and um, it hasn't been easy as a young woman with an accent like i just it's very present to me every day that like these identities are like very much not what the person across from me wants to be dealing with um and they don't trust me and they don't respect me and um and that's just been getting to me and i know it's not it's not like i i don't like when i say the german people because i think like i know it's coming from this one environment and i don't want to extrapolate but that's been so much of my experience And then sometimes other other experiences outside my workplace have gone similarly or like I've had similar experiences. And then at some point I start to think like, Jesus, like it's just it's very it's very difficult. And I used to think that my German just wasn't good enough. I wasn't integrated enough to like understand the nonverbal communication. And like, folks, I am I'm there (laughs) and I'm still not enjoying my experience. And like I went through a whole era where I feel like I became a way worse person because I was like reflecting and like absorbing those behaviors, and um, yeah. yeah, and it's it's really difficult because I also still love Germany and I love I love a lot of the people. Like I, on an individual level, it's never been the problem. You know, one on one, it's uh, people are incredible, and I know that that more represents society, I guess. Yeah. So I don't I don't want to have these negative stereotypes, but I can just feel them building, and I'm trying really hard to work against them. But I'm also trying to admit like. I didn't get here from nowhere. Like I got othered and I got disrespected and Mm. all this kind of stuff repeatedly for a long enough time that I, I started to form negative opinions. And that's so, yeah, it's a tricky balance between like, I guess, validating my experience, but also not letting that be the be all end all, you know, and understanding that that's also just a limited experience. Um, So yeah, anyway, that all to say (laughs) we'll be going abroad. (laughs) I said like, through the like the German government will be involved in a German community there, just people who live there that are in the German world there. and i'm I'm happy that I'm coming back to Germany in a couple of years, you know, I, I, right. I think this is gonna Germany's be a gonna really be good questions. break, like a really big reset. Um, just get some space. and and you know, there's so many benefits. like all of the behaviors that bother me have benefits. Like for instance, um I went to this Christmas market the other night. It's up in the Black Forest. It's one of my favorite ones. Ravensh If anyone's in the area, go. It's incredible. And yeah, I, I had some visitors here, and I was explaining to them earlier in the day how like, yeah, I'm getting kind of frustrated by the rule-followingness of Germans, and how you can get yelled at for like walking the street in a like walking or biking or something incorrectly, even if it's kind of yeah. innocuous, um, and yeah. it doesn't actually put anyone in danger but it's wrong so you get yelled at and that bothers me (laughs) but there's like um uh, yeah and I was explaining too how like sometimes it bothers me you can't you can't be too productive because there's always a system and a process you have to look at and you have to follow and sometimes I feel like, can't we just move forward? Like, no, we have to think about every possibility and be prepared for every possibility. And then we can say yes to a plan, right? So I'm complaining about all of this. We get to the Christmas market. My friend goes to go to the bathroom and she comes back like, you know, shocked looking. And she was like, I I'm, I i am don't know what I just saw, but someone's having some kind of like medical episode. I don't know if she's okay and like she was so freaked out we we walked by like a couple minutes later like kind of talked to her i was like i'm sure that there's an emt there yeah Yeah, we walked by to go because she had to go to the bathroom so we still had to walk by it and i went with her this time it was just a matter of minutes but there's already paramedics there talking to this person we see the ambulance working its way up the hill i mean when you need something like this is an incredible place to be because there are yeah. infrastructures for all of that and there's people who are trained like they have thought about what happens if at this location someone has a seizure what do we do yeah. they they know exactly yeah. what to do and that's amazing
1: exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah they've thought of the uh, most of the eventualities and they have processes that be followed regarding which whatever happens on, on the day and things that might never happen but if they do got them covered
0: exactly and i think right Mm -hmm. now i'm not it's it's hard for me other than those extreme moments to like see the Mm -hmm. benefits of this mindset and i i know that's i like logically i know it's not that way but i i can't feel like i can't feel appreciative of it when i'm just like putting my glass in the glass container five minutes after the cutoff that's written on the sign you know like (laughs) it's just like stuff like that really just drives me nuts and um, I'm ready. I like, I'm ready for it to be like a funny, oh, it drives me nuts instead of like, and it makes me it's think really of this one time nuts. where I was really, you know, like, yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. anyway, this is probably a lot uh, typical for me. Long-winded answer just to say like, yeah, part of me feels like, oh my God, am I really doing all of this again? And and do I want that? But yeah. I do want that. And I also, I want that also because it's different. Like it's not, it's not the same. I'm not immigrating there permanently it's a temporary break. It's a chance to learn a new culture and a new language. I have way less pressure on myself than last time too. Like I'm not planning to get fluent enough to work in a public library within six months. You know, like that was my mindset coming to Germany and that's just not my mindset with this. So all of these changes make it feel like more possible. And then those parts of my personality that, that led me to take the leap and move here, like the openness to new experiences and adventure and new cultures, the desire to learn languages, even though I'm, like, technically not that good at it, like, (laughs) I'm, like, re-tapping into those parts of myself in a way that's really nice and exciting and, like, gives me a bit more life, you know, and I think that's something I've struggled with lately is feeling, like, just down and out and not wanting to, like, try new things because I'm, like, I just do it wrong anyway. And everyone here cares a lot if you do things right or wrong. And they're telling me it's bad that I'm wrong all the yeah. time,
1: you know. So I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like, I, I, I think that's something that I feel a lot as well. I, I know exactly what you mean. And like, and there, I also go through varied stages of um, how I feel about the Germans. Like, I, I go through phases exactly what you're talking about. I've been here for 15 years. And I can tell you, I still go through phases where I think like, like what What? What do we do? What do we, why, why are we even yeah. bothering with this, <laughs> this, uh, this mindset and this attitude and, and so on. So I, I totally get what you're saying about that. So I'm going to ask a question that's probably on a lot of people's minds. So if this, if this is all going on, what is happening with the expat cost?
0: It's <laughs> a very good question. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, mm. I, the big thing that is definite is that I'm going to keep putting episodes out. It might, I'd, maybe i should just take a break because i clearly need one but i don't know i said like i knew going into the season that this probably would be happening at the same time and i decided to do it and i just want to see it through so i'm I'm gonna make it through to the end of the season by some way um
1: <laughs> when's the when's the end of the season planned i
0: think it's like march or april so around when i'm moving so pretty much when you're leaving yeah yeah exactly wow. um Yeah. And so that will keep happening, but I don't know what's going to happen with it next because I can see, I want to just be open. Like another thing that really appeals to me with this move is how, how open it is. It's, it feels freeing in a lot of ways and I want to embrace that. So on one hand, like, okay. Another thing is I've been really, really struggling with the name of my podcast for a while now and being like, I don't know about that term expat I don't know if that's even what I'm doing because I'm mostly sticking to interviewing people in Germany should I change it whatever whatever but I keep not changing it because life is incredibly busy and rebranding an entire podcast if you want to do it like kind of properly it's it's difficult and and, yeah. and I don't have an idea yet like I don't have another idea so if I did maybe I could have done it but I, I really would have had to think how can I account for this you know I just can't take it on at this point so so anyway I could see moving and having a bit more time in my life and having honestly less, less of a life there. Like in, in Freiburg, the issue of the last couple of seasons, honestly, has just been, I have such an established and busy life and I love doing the podcast. I love those conversations, but the work behind it is so mm. much that I've, I've thought even in the past about like, am I maybe almost done with this? Just because I, like my life is pulling me my attention in other directions and it's almost holding me back. But, but so far the balance has always been it. It's given me enough that I want to stick, stick around and stick to it. When I move, it could be the case. Like I don't have friends there yet. I'm figuring it all out. It's nice to like have a project that really roots you and grounds you and is consistent. And at that point I will be much more living sort of an expat life of like, having more of a a list of countries I've lived in and, like, more experience in different parts of the world and, like, this temporary aspect is, like, really present, you know? So it could make more sense to stick with it. I've always, or I've by and large, stuck to interviewing people related to the German-speaking world just because I feel like that's what I understand, that's what I know, or I'm trying Mm -hmm. to understand, I'm trying to know. And I just, I don't know if I could effectively interview someone who's from Singapore and lives in Mozambique. Like, I just, I don't know if I could do a good job with that. Um, so I'm open to it if we're talking about a topic that's sort of more universal, but I don't want to like, like, I I don't want to just miss an entire set of questions that are obvious to someone who knows that culture or those cultures. Um, so anyway, that's why it's been Germany so far. By that measure, I could also have a paraguay chapter you know or south (laughs) america chapter you know like then i'll have more firsthand experience and feel a bit more comfortable asking questions i also i don't have a job lined up there so i will be making some kind of career transition and it's possible that i could pursue part-time work and then have literal time that is missing from my life currently to work on this podcast like right now it's it's nights it's weekends it's waking up early to to squeeze it in before going to my day job and it's not sustainable and um Mm there I could I could build it into my system I guess is what I'm wanting to say, and in yeah. that case, I probably would pursue partnerships more I've done it in the past, but I've never really like gone for it full hog and I guess that would be a possibility and and maybe it would work yeah. on the other hand maybe maybe I'm ready like maybe I'm just ready to move on and I'm not sure i I have had like four other ideas for podcasts um since starting to question this and those other ideas sound so fun and there's just no way I could do that and this you know Um, and also a a big love of mine has always been writing and I've written a couple books but I never published them because I was too afraid and I was years ago you know so I didn't know how to stick to a task um, as an individual and now through doing the podcast having this practice knowing like Mm. how to stay on task how to stay motivated I think I could do it on a planning level I don't know if my writing is good enough to do anything with it but but honestly if you ask me right now today um December 2022 what do I want to do like I'd rather write than keep doing this podcast and just see if that could be something um and this is like a unique moment in my life where I probably can sort of financially afford to pursue that So I don't know. I don't know. But like, I just, I'm not ready to make any decisions. I have very little idea of what my life will look like. As I said, I don't even know what I'm going to do for work. I'm definitely going to work. I just am so overwhelmed with planning right now that I can't think about it yet. And honestly, by the way, South American culture generally, but Paraguayan culture for sure, they're like, just show up and talk to people. Like, it's (laughs) not like Germany where you're like, well, you need to have emails (laughs) dating six months back and like, da-da-da. If I tried to email someone right now, I don't think that they would care because they're like, well, you're not even here. Like... (laughs) <laughs> talk to me in April. So, um, yeah, anyway, for various reasons, I don't have something lined up yet. Um, so I, I, I just, it's hard to say. So long, okay. very honest answer. We'll see. Stay tuned.
1: <laughs> all right. Keep <laughs> yeah. listening. It, it is kind of exciting to think that you can go to a new place and use all this knowledge that you've learned from, from Germany, from dealing with, uh, making friends, learning languages, not being able to communicate or express yourself. Like you've You've done all of that. You've learned all of that. And now you get to apply it to a new situation. That's kind of exciting, actually. Yeah. It's almost like, yeah, let's do this.
0: It's it's just so different going into another move when you kind of know how it is. Like for instance, this whole sea shipment business, that's something I've never done before. Um, okay. And it's so clear to, to me and my partner that we don't know like what we're doing. We're learning on the fly. And like, yeah. for instance, um, we, we bought some pallets and they're supposed to come and pick them up in a couple of days. And we were like, okay, we're going to spend the whole weekend preparing the pallets. And yeah. then Saturday noon, we're like, wait, if we load them in our living room, they can't fit through a door yeah (laughs) where do we where do we load these pallets that that they can still come pick them up how are they even picking them up what kind of (laughs) tools do they have or machines and like all of a sudden we're like oh my god i have no idea how this works and we have no driveway or like courtyard or something so stuff like that like it's just like (laughs) oh jesus i i don't know (laughs) and but then in contrast the other things that i have done before i'm like okay i just i feel like i know how learning spanish works i don't know spanish but i know how to learn a language um So I can do that. And it's cool. It's it's nice to feel like, I, I don't know. I almost like, I, I was thinking of how people always talk about their weddings and they're like, you learn so much about planning a wedding and then you never need the information again. I feel like that way about moving abroad. Cause like I learned all the stuff, but then I stayed put and I didn't need it again. Yeah. And now I'm like, yeah. cool. It was worth something. Like I know <laughs> I know, this is easier yeah. now.
1: Yeah. Very cool. So, so we're running out of time, Nicole, but I want to ask you one last question. What do you think you'll miss the most about Germany?
0: Oh. gosh um i immediately thought the bread but there is a german bakery in in (laughs) paraguay that i'll like in the part that i'll be living in and i confirmed that already so um (laughs) my next answer is just the nature i mean especially with freiburg i i have been on record being like how could i possibly move ever anywhere else when i look out my window and there's that hill that mountain i can go to you know um that's still true like i still really struggle with that it's just everything else said yes you know everything else about the situation sounded right Sure. so i'm gonna find out if i can live without my my hills my mountains um we'll okay. see i'll report back but um or maybe i won't we don't know it's just oh god sorry. we don't
1: know. <laughs> who knows what's happening at this point um maybe we'll never hear from nicole again
0: <laughs> <just> disappear <laughs> off the deep end yeah i think i think you know be it being able to walk on foot to the black forest or take a train up and really be in like the deep woods um that's going to be so difficult to be away from and of course there's amazing nature in paraguay but first off it's a very different climate and kind of lay of the land and it's much more flat at least where I'll be and public transit's just a different question there I mean it's not built out like it is here so it's going to be a different challenge to connect to nature in that same way and, and maybe it'll be fine like other versions of this are could also be great I just don't know yet so I'm open to it but I think I think that's going to be really difficult and like the priority people here all put on like get out and go on a walk that's your yeah. activity for the day
1: that's yeah. amazing it- it's a big thing here. Um, but but I'm sure you'll get a lot of nature and everything and travels because, I mean, it's a beautiful continent that you'll be traveling on. So a yeah, exactly. lo- lot of opportunities in travels, at least, if, if not on a day-to-day basis.
0: Yeah. Um, we're wrapping up, right? Yeah. Can I, like, flip the script super spontaneously and do my ending segment on you right now, the Zack, Zack, Zacks? Ooh, yes. Okay,
1: <laughs> yes, okay. You can, flip it. <laughs>
0: so since this is a shared episode, I figured, why not dive in? Um, I always end my episodes with a rapid-fire question round called Zack, 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 where I ask my guests three questions that they answer without thinking it, overthinking it. They just go with their gut. And now mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you, Sean, are you ready?
1: <laughs> okay. I'm terrible at these, by the way. I'm always terrible at these. But yes, yes, hit me. Fun
0: fact, I didn't have this idea until right now, so I don't have them. I'm making them <laughs> up on the fly.
1: <laughs> okay. Um,
0: what is your
1: favorite snack at a Christmas market favorite snack does a fo tongue ball something you can eat sure <laughs> I would I would say I was at a Christmas market uh, just on the weekend there's a little, a little Christmas market in one of the small villages nearby to me and they had something knobi brow knobi which is like uh, garlic on bread but they literally just put it on toast like it's a, <laughs> a slice of bread they put they put the, the garlic on, on it and then they melted some cheese over it and that was it and it like kind of all melted into it. It was so delicious so I was like I've never had that at a Weihnachtsmarkt but it was very cool but otherwise I, I do like a breakfast at a Weihnachtsmarkt. Oh, I nice. just kind of like that's what I think of when I'm going when go to a Weihnachtsmarkt to, to eat and Feuerzeugenbohle.
0: Very good. Pairs well together as well.
1: <laughs> it's lovely with a good Bola, yeah.
0: Um. What is your favorite Christmas song?
1: Oh God! Um, <laughs> you know what? Since since I was a teenager, I had I was a massive, and this is going to be embarrassing, to admit, but I was a huge, huge, huge Mariah Carey fan.
0: Yes, as a teenager.
1: it's it's very embarrassing. Like all my friends were listening to Nirvana and smashing pumpkins and all these very, very legitimately cool bands, and I was <sighs> stuck on. Pouring through Mariah Carey's B sides and the the, the rarities <laughs> and stuff, it's nice. like it's, it's very. But when she released a Christmas album, uh, young teenage Sean was absolutely through the moon, and she she did some great things. So that uh, all I want for Christmas, which is like such a stereotypical Christmas song, and it's overplayed and whatever else, I I do not get tired of that song. I get tired of almost every other Christmas song, but all I want for Christmas from Mariah Carey, I do not get tired. And just to let everyone know, my music tasted develop over the years <laughs> after that. Just, just so everyone
0: knows. That's incredible because you could have just said that song and people would have been like, yeah, but I love that you just outed yourself as a Mariah Carey fan. I think that's amazing. <laughs> I
1: suppose I didn't have to, right? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. All
0: right. And finally, what is one thing that you're wishing for for Christmas this year?
1: Oh, gosh. One thing that I'm wishing, wishing for, Christmas, I would like I would like things to be, I mean, it's so cheesy as well, but I really would like things to be a bit better next year in the world yeah. <laughs> like in general. I mean, it's so cheesy to say that, oh, like, I want world peace and stuff. But I really, like, I, I think it's a really shitty thing that's hanging over everyone all the time. And it's, it, like, it's something that I think about constantly with, you know, I realize how fortunate I am in the situation that I have that we've got a family, we, we, we've we got, you know, we, we, we have... We have the ability to have a nice Christmas and, and everything like that. And I just, um, I, just, I just hope that things can progress. I feel like we've done such, such good work in, in the world up until recently. And now things seem to be unraveling a little bit. And I would like to see things come together. So uh, that is on the bigger level, um, the more, I guess, stereotypical way of yeah answering that question.
0: I thought you'd be like, a new guitar. And you're like, I would like piece. a new guitar.
1: I would. My, my wife gave me a ukulele last Christmas. It was nice. one of the best Christmas presents that I've ever had. So yes, okay. And now that you think about it, scrap that previous thing that I said. <laughs> I would like a guitar.
0: Screw world peace. Give me a guitar.
1: <laughs> Very good. Yes.
0: Um, thanks for letting me spontaneously attack you with rapid fire questions.
1: Yes, and thank you for sharing your story uh, with me as well. I, I know this is going on on both of our feeds, so it's kind of a joint episode, but still, it's it, it's very cool. I'm honored that you would talk to me about that, uh, all the things that's happening. And I wish you all the best. I really um, admire you, and I think it's going to be fantastic. So uh, good luck. I hope everything makes it to Paraguay, <laughs> <laughs> thank including you, me, the you. cat and you guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for for doing this and also just for being like, my buddy in the in the podcasting sphere all these years, I mean, uh, when I was thinking about like, oh gosh, I have this big news and I have to share it and I have no idea how, like, I immediately was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Like, I would just love to talk to Sean about it. Like, I am. Aww. it's just been great to like have you um, as my rival and now as my friend and mm-hmm. um, there's no one else you would rather share this news with. So thank you so much oh, for, for all of it. <laughs>
1: that's, that's very kind. Yes. Um, yeah, it it is one of the things that I count as one of the the good things that's come from the podcast is getting to know you and the expect Cast. So it's been very cool and I hope we stay in touch.
0: Yeah, absolutely. For sure.
1: Thanks, Nicole. See ya. Bye. Thank you, Sean, for coming on the expatcast
0: slash hosting me on the Germany experience. Thank you for this collaborative episode. If you're listening to this on my feed, you definitely want to go ahead and make sure that you are following the Germany experience. Make sure that you subscribe to them and then follow them on Instagram. I've got the link for that in the show notes while you're at it if you're not already subscribed to the expat cast go ahead and hit subscribe you can follow me on instagram at the expat cast and you can visit me online at the expatcast.com i'm curious to see i mean if ever if anyone has reactions they want to share to my big news that i'm moving I would love to hear it. If anyone has any opinions about what should happen with this podcast in the future, I would definitely take that into consideration. So feel free to use the contact form on my website to let me know your thoughts. Or you can always DM me on Instagram. On Thursday, we'll be back with the last episode of 2022. Till then, have a wonderful week. Have wonderful. Happy holidays. Bis done. Tschüss.